0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your
1: team every day.
0: We've hit the quarter pole on the NHL season, and we're just getting all kinds of warmed up on the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Thank you for joining us for the Tuesday edition, one in which we're continuing our look at the bottom six beauties in the NHL. Winger edition, all of the players 20% owned or under that you need to fill out your squad. Let's get this paper.
1: You're locked on fantasy hockey. Your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: December is just around the corner, and it's getting serious in the NHL. Doing the same on your source for fantasy hockey news, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And I'm proud and distinguished to be joined by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Steele Roden. And on this side of the microphone, it's your boy, Big Flip Livingstone. And thank you sincerely for making us your first listen every single day, Monday through Friday. Steel and I are here. Thank you for holding us down. Yesterday, we needed a little time on IR, but we're back, baby, all week long with all the fantasy news you need. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the sleeper app and use promo code locked on NHL to get up a hundred bucks match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. People, party heads, fantasy fanatics, you know, Steele and I love these specific angles for breaking down. <laughs> looks at some of our favorite players in the league and of course not always seal are you going to be able to fill out your squad with number one line studs not even line two you're gonna have to hit lines three four and even worse perhaps i don't know how that works but maybe you do (laughs) today's episode we're looking at bottom six beauties we had some comments from the fans out there last time we did this last week's deal players own 20 percent or under on yahoo and espn we looked very much up the middle So we're taking a look at left wing, right wing today over to you, my friend. Some of these players are the perfect way to fill out your roster or perhaps week to week, make that fill in in the hole for an injury.
2: Yeah. And thank again, thank you so much for the, for the listener who left the comment on the YouTube channel, continue to do so. If you want Flipper and I to talk about certain aspects of the game, fantasy, certain fantasy hockey players, and you want us to talk about it on the podcast, continue to leave the, uh, leave the comments on the YouTube channel and DM, DM us. We really do appreciate all the feedback and input we get from the listeners out there. Again, we we pretty much highlighted a lot of centermen on last week's waiver wire targets. We're trying to target some wingers, left wingers, right wingers for this mm-hmm. week, 20% rostered or less. And I want to start off with somebody that's a little bit underrated, but it's because mm-hmm. of the team that he's playing for right now. Andrew Mangiapane rostered at 19%. 13 points in 20 games. He's been one of the better Flames forwards all season so uh, all season so far as, you know, Jonathan Huberdeau and others continue to struggle with their mm-hmm. with their game right now. 31 shots, 24 hits, 25 uh, penalty minutes. So he is a little bit of a banger league beauty in there. He's got four points in his last four games. And uh, we are recording. This is Tuesday episode. The Calgary Flames did play Monday night. So they have Mm -hmm. two more games this week against the Dallas Stars and Vancouver Canucks. So it's definitely going to be two tough matchups. So maybe this might not be the week to stream Andrew Mangiapane as there's only two games left for mm-hmm. the Calgary Flames, but it's definitely a player to consider uh, moving forward for what he brings. He's on the top line. Uh, I know they shuffle the lines, it seems like, every other game, but Andre yeah, Reggio has been one of the better Flames uh, the entire season.
0: I think what's important with this discussion, Steele, I like that you're bringing up this player, is it goes to the point of what you're just saying. This isn't perhaps a go-out-there-and-add-these-players-today-type move. This is the kind of situation that when we highlight bottom six beauties and guys at 20% are owned less, I think what it means is these are going to be options that you can continue to go back to. Maybe check, a, take a look at their schedules week to week, more games, more favorable matchups. Then go back to the well on some of these. Like next week, the week after, maybe Mangiapane has four games. Then you look to him. So I really like that you're bringing up that angle. Let me get one player off the off the chest early here, Steele, because again, we, you and I talked a little bit last week about ownership discrepancies, percentages on Yahoo versus ESPN. Obviously, there's other platforms, fan and others. This player and Matthias Michelli is owned 6% on Yahoo. So I start doing notes. I start doing research. This is perfect. And then you pull up his numbers on ESPN Steel. He's owned at 40%. So this is a bit of a bending, one of those ones that's bending because all the other ones I have are 20% or under. But if you are out there in Yahoo or you are out there in ESPN and you don't have him owned, this guy fits the mold perfectly, Steel. And yeah, I get it. Quote unquote, bottom six. I believe he's currently playing on the second line. But they fluctuate those lines in zona as well. He's getting deployed on the second power play unit steal. And let me just rattle off this little stat that I found digging in the NHL.com files. Michelli is has a four-game point streak running. He leads the team in assists and is tied for second in scoring with Clayton Keller. I think right now a nice little offensive bump while this Coyotes team is cooking can't be a bad look. Yeah, another
2: player on a four-game point streak. I think there's a lot to be desired with the peripheral stats. He does seem to be shooting the puck a little bit more. He's got 30 shots on net, but you're not going to get much out of penalty minutes, uh, blocks, hits, all all of those other categories. It's mostly just the assists Mm -hmm. along with the shots on net, but he is on a four-game point streak, so that is something definitely to keep an eye on and uh, watch out for if he continues to go on a hot streak. Mm -hmm. This is a player that we haven't talked about I don't think at all. Maybe we mentioned Ooh. him in the off season, but it was one of those like it was one of those pickups in the off season mm-hmm. that wasn't really noticeable, or you weren't really gonna expect big things out of him. Kay. But I got to talk about James Van Riemsdyk. Right nice. now for the Boston Bruins rostered at sixteen percent on Yahoo, he's got five goals, fifteen points, and nineteen games. He's also mm-hmm. on a four. Uh, he also has four points in his last four games. He's on that second line with Charlie Coyle and Trent Frederick, which has been really, really good of late for the Boston Bruins. Yes, he's on the first power play unit, he's got six power play points so far. Forty-three shots. Don't even look at the other categories because we're not going <laughs> to get blocks or hits from James Van Like He seems to be a little bit of a slug out there, but he's producing True. offensively and he's yep. getting it done on the. Power Power play as well, uh, and he's already more than halfway to his point total from last season, which I believe mm-hmm. was twenty nine points in sixty one games. And like I said, he's got fifteen and nineteen, so he's feeling himself in, in, in Boston right now. He likes where he is. In the Boston Bruins are one of the baddest teams right now, one of the toughest yeah. teams in the mm-hmm. NHL. So he's loving Ugh. it there. He's loving it on the second line, playing with uh, you know, like I said, Coyle and Frederick, and then obviously getting some mm-hmm. top power play uh, power play time. And then the Boston Bruins probably have the easiest schedule this upcoming week. San Jose Sharks, the lovely Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ooh. Columbus blue Jackets. So very three, Eef. very easy games for the, uh, for the Boston mm. Bruins.
0: Toronto Maple Leafs better wake up in a hurry. If they got the yeah. Boston Bruins rolling into town or however you want to slice that also, The Boston Bruins showing that they are maybe a little bit human. A couple of losses over the weekend, the end of last week as well, Steele. Leafs going to take advantage. They also lost too. Going to try not to smile, but the (laughs) Toronto Maple Leafs need to figure it out in a hurry because when you come out against the Chicago Blackhawks and put up the performance that they did, you need to start really having a serious look at what you're trying to accomplish as a team that's quote-unquote got Stanley Cup aspirations. We're not going to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole of hell, steel. Let's take a look at something more positive. And I got another player on this list that you have mentioned somewhat recently in Joel Farabee. The third line deployment with Ryan Paling and Noah Cates might not be the sexiest, but he's getting second power play time. And the Philadelphia Flyers are an improved club. So let's be honest about some of these situations that you might not want to have gone to that are changing quickly. This is one of those things that I think GMs that know Go looking for the players. They don't care as much where they're playing. They look at the deployment. They look at the numbers and they make a decision. Eight goals, seven assists for Farabee. Again, a player that you're not drafting or sorry, adding for peripheral value. He's shooting the puck 48 shots on net for a third liner who's only playing 15 minutes in ice time per night and has 15 points for me as an offensive option right now. And most of my players that I'm looking at right now are good week to week offensive bumps to fill out those categories Steele in terms of goals, assists, points, shots on net. Joel Farabee, 10% on ESPN, 12% on Yahoo. And I really do think this Philadelphia team, I'm not ready to call them a playoff team yet, Steele, but they are clearly have turned the page. And right now sitting only one point behind the Carolina Hurricanes, a team that I'm going to talk about when we get there at the end of the show with bets. It's, it's all about confidence and, and, and men,
2: uh, me- mentality for Joel Farabee and even a few of their other players like Carter Hart, who all, who both struggled last season. You know, you, I I mentioned this a week ago, you can see uh, he's more in control and more regulated Mm -hmm. with his emotions on the ice. He's not getting frustrated with himself, uh, sure. when, when he's not able to score a goal, which again, he seems to be doing pretty well of, of late for the Philadelphia Flyers. And they have turned a page definitely from last yeah. season. I picked up Joel Farabee. He's been on my team for the last week and a half, two weeks, mm-hmm. and he's not going anywhere until I see otherwise.
0: Yeah, my bad. I kind of sniped your, 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 uh, mojo there on that <laughs> one. Totally bit your pick, but that's okay. Because I think it was a couple of years ago. I just, of course, closed the tab, but Farabee went off for like 50 or 60 points yeah. and really did look like he was going to be one of those young players in the game to watch. Last couple of years, injuries, poor performances, obviously the influx of lines, maybe Tortorella up the old ear hole a bit too much. Anyway, he's having a better year and the 15 points so far, you need to pay attention. That guy ends up finishing with 60 points and you and I haven't spoken about him. We're slacking. We're not slacking on another player on this list. We got more of our favorite bottom six beauties coming up around the break and of course wrapping the show Tuesday night. 10 games on the nhl betting board Steele and i are trying to keep this loot train running and of course today's episode is brought to you by sleeper a new nhl season brings all sorts of possibilities a player on your favorite squad could pop 50 your favorite squad could hoist the stanley cup and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the locked on nhl network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and of course Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Mick, David, Crosby, or McKinnon, Makar will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. Use promo code NHL and you'll get up to a 100 bucks match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability.
1: Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
2: And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Locked On has some big news. They have launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, making Mm -hmm. it your first listen every single day. we got a few more players that we want to target Left and right wingers rostered at 20% or less before we get to big time bets. Mm -hmm. I want to start off with a guy, again, we have not talked about all season long. Definitely deserves some credit right now. And that's Mm. Gustav Nyquist of the Nashville Predators rostered at 13% on Yahoo. Three Mm. goals, 15 points. He's on an eight game point streak right now with 10 points total in that time. So he's really come alive. He's got 43 shots on net. Again, not really... Much to uh, be desired by the other peripheral stats. But he's playing on that top line with Ryan O'Reilly, who's also been pretty good this season with Philip Forsberg, who leads the Nashville Predators in points. He's on the top power play unit, has six power play points. Big week for the Nashville Predators. They've got four games, Pittsburgh Penguins, Minnesota Wild, New York Rangers, and the Buffalo Sabres. But you Mm got to give credit where credit is due because Nyquist on that eight game point streak, he's facilitating, he's playmaking, he's doing it all on that top line. And it's pretty nice to see from a couple of veterans playing alongside Philip Forsberg.
0: Thank you for bringing up the national predator steel. Nice little segue into my next player. And actually let's dwell on the team for a second here in the national predators, a squad overall that we haven't talked a whole lot about because until recently, not been a whole lot to talk about, but they're currently on a five game win streak creeping up those central standings. And one of the things that I wanted to say on today's episode is a quick glance at the overall standings in every single division. There isn't a single squad running away with it. Not even the Rangers or the Bruins who both only have three losses, Carolina is only seven points back and the Panthers are only six points back. So I just wanted to say we're in line for a real treat here as we head to the holiday break. That push is always hectic steel. I said last week, I think we're going to see a number of domino effect trades. Maybe not all major, but I think this is the next couple of weeks are critical for fantasy GM. So make sure you're tuned and tapped into the pod. That's number one. Number two, back to this national Predators team playing a lot better and when yeah. you see squads and you know you're seeing in a proof in the pudding with gustav Nyquist, this point streak when the team goes streaking you want to take a look at some of the players and reasons why and i'm looking at a young player who is still tied for third in rookie scoring and we haven't spoken about him not once luke evangelista and at three goals and nine assists so far this year looking at 43 career games in the nhl over the end of last season and this season 27 points. We got to be paying attention to him. And also, I'm not hating this second line they got going of Kiefer Sherwood, Uso Parson, and Luke Evangelista. I understand Evangelista is a little bit small. He's got to work on his size and his overall strength. Core strength is an issue. He gets pushed around a little bit. He's actually a relative of Brendan Shanahan steel, but his playmaking ability and distribution, puck distribution skills, I'm loving. I think you're going to see Luke Evangelista in the mix for a long time in Nashville. I believe he was one of David Poyle's final draft picks, which you know I'm buying into that. But <laughs> lastly, Evangelista, I got it right here three percent on yahoo eight percent on espn yeah he doesn't fill out the peripherals but at this young steel just turned 21 already nearly a point per game in the nhl again week to week little offensive bump i'm taking a deep look at this guy a perfect way to round out your bench
2: Nashville's looking uh nice and pretty right now with a couple yeah. of those young guys that we've talked about Parson mm-hmm. being one of them from last year. I've got a, my last player is also rostered at 3% right now. Okay. Uh and we talked a bit about him in the off season about his you know his injuries mm-hmm. and what he's been dealing with but okay. he's playing great right now. Andre Pallad of the New Jersey Devils nice. rostered at 3%. Yeah. 10 points in 19 games, 32 shots, 10 blocks, 21 hits, 19 penalty minutes. So you look across the board from all categories he's producing us. he's producing something in pretty much every single category, which is something you love to see. He's mm-hmm. on the second line with, you know, probably the next best players besides Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer. And yes, uh, just Jesper Bratt. He's on the second power play unit. He's got five power play points and the devils have three games, a very advantageous schedule against mm-hmm. the Islanders,
0: Philadelphia Flyers and the San Jose Sharks. So I just wanted to mention Pilat real quick. Absolutely. And this is one of those guys Steel, that I think after he left Tampa Bay, I actually was really buying into Palat as one of those veteran steadying presences in the top six, in the top, you know, definitely top nine in Jersey. To be that steadying veteran presence who's going to benefit a ton from playing with young guns like Dawson Mercer, Luke Hughes, Nico Heischer, and others. And I think injuries have gotten in the way. Chemistry has been an issue a little bit, I think. And now you're seeing him start to produce. And I think he's really going to be an important piece. Should this devil's team ever yeah. make it back to that playoff run, which I think they're going to be right there for. Let me talk about JJ Paterka for a quick second, Steele, because I don't understand it. Why he's only owned at 10% on ESPN and 22 on Yahoo, eight goals, eight assists, Again, another player that you're not drafting per peripheral value, but his offensive capability and production can't be ignored. He also has 50 shots on net and only 15 minutes of ice time per game. And perhaps most importantly, over the last couple of weeks, because of injuries up front in Buffalo, Tage Thompson and others, Paterka has been slotted up that lineup and now he's playing on a good line or he was already, but Benson cousins and Paterka really love the young mix and the speed (laughs) on that line. Dylan Cousins, Paterka, and Benson are also on that second power play unit. The Buffalo Sabres are in trouble, Steele. We know that we were, both of us uh, talked a lot about them in the offseason, and I think they're going to need to pick it up in a hurry, but they still can score goals. So let's see what Paterka can do with this boosted option. Again, week to week, you're needing some offensive bump. This is These are the guys I'm going to, and I have one other player, once you hit me with your take on J.J. Paterka.
2: Uh, absolutely love the take, you know, again, very Thank surprised you. by some of these players who are not rostered above 25%. Again, I understand the peripherals are not, are something to be desired from some of these players of we've, we've mentioned about, but when you look at the offensive production and some of these mm-hmm. young guys and what they're doing in Buffalo, you can't yeah. look at how bright the future is for them. Maybe it's not this season, but maybe it's next year. And maybe the year after that, they take a huge leap in the NHL and become one yeah. of the one of the better teams across the league. Uh, My my bold prediction for Devin Levi winning the Calder Trophy seems to be out the window right now. He has been (laughs) garbage uh, Mm. this entire season whenever he's been in the lineup. Again, he hasn't been helped out the best on the defensive side of things, but he also hasn't been playing his best game. So that is something I just wanted to mention as well before we move on to big-time bets.
0: Second worst goal differential in yeah. the division. Only the Montreal Canadiens have a worse one. Very finally, though, a player that actually went down on my list number one because I didn't even need to look up his ownership percentages. Obviously, I did. But I just know he fits into this mold, and he's probably on – if we did this episode last year, I probably had him on there. And Daniel Sprong, yeah. he is yes. the prototypical bottom six beauty. I think <laughs> he actually relishes the fact that he only plays 13 to 14 minutes a night. And the Detroit Red Wings made some really interesting and moves that are now panning out for them. Obviously, debrincat is working out. But Daniel Sprung playing in the bottom six, along with Andrew Kopp, David Perron, Clem Costin, Robbie Fabry. That's one of the most talented bottom six in the league, bottom six groups in the league. And I think you're starting to see it pay off with the success of the quote unquote success of the Detroit Red Wings. Five goals, eight assists, plus seven. Eight penalty minutes, 54 shots on net. He doesn't really throw the body around six hits. But again, shots, points, everything that you kind of want offensively from a player that you're probably just slotting in and out of your lineup, or perhaps you're really banged up and it's always better to have a body in there. Think about it. Go to a good deployment, maybe a good team. Have a look at some of these bargain players Steele and I are having a look at because when it's talking – we're talking about hemorrhaging your lineup and trying to fill holes and fill gaps, go to guys that at least can put up some
2: offensive numbers. The Steve Eiserman plan is in full effect right now. The the, the Detroit Red Wings are getting it done, and like you said, they're only, what, six points back from the Boston Bruins in that Atlantic division, so they're pretty close and they're playing really well uh, from – especially from some of those new additions to the team this season. We're going to get over to big time bets where the money is made. Mm -hmm. But this episode is also brought to you by collective.com. They say, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. But as a freelancer, there's always the dreaded paperwork that comes with it. With collective, you can focus on your business of one while letting them focus on your paperwork. Collective is the number one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs that lets you focus on your passion and not the paperwork. Collective knows that if you're in a business of one makes over $80,000 a year, you will find the most value from their services. Join the thousands of solopreneurs who have saved an average of $10,000 per year on taxes with their structure, Right now, Collective is offering one month free and no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you. That's a $550 value for free when you go to collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them we sent you. Again, that's collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you.
1: What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cash Back Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
2: And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit that subscribe, leave a follow, and a five-star review. We appreciate all that love and support you show us every single day, five days a week, Monday through Friday. Seven Mm -hmm. o'clock in the morning is when you can find our episodes. Big-time bets, though, flip. If yep. you don't mind, I'm honestly just going to rattle all three of mine off. These are, I'm not going into statistics and trends and whatnot. I'm just okay. going on a okay. hunch. I'm going gut. with my gut Straight here. Straight gut. I love it. Straight gut here for all three picks. Okay. Maple mm-hmm. Leafs money line minus 150 against the Florida Panthers. Maple mm-hmm. Leafs, like you said at the top of the show, they need a big win. They need to turn things around. And what better to do it against an Atlantic division rival and a team that's on the second of a back-to-back as they played Monday night. So Maple Leafs money line, minus 150. That's my first pick. Second okay, pick, okay. going to my second favorite team here, wild Ooh. money line against the St. Louis Blues at minus 150 as well. They are 2-6-2 right now in their last 10. They are playing real, real, real mm. bad. And mm. it's been disappointing to watch. You know, the goaltending hasn't been the best. Gustafson's been a letdown offensively. Yep, There's still so much that I would love to see from their top six group. But if they want to turn things around and creep up the standings, it needs to start here against a team that they play well against. I believe they're five and five in the last 10 games. So it does go back and forth. But again, I'm going on a hunch. They're at home. The Blues are coming to them. I'm taking Wild on the money line. Last pick, Canucks and Ducks over six and a half at minus 128. That's also going to be, no, Maple Leafs money line is my lock of the night. But the Canucks and Ducks over six and a half, I expect all of those young studs from both teams to really put an offensive clinic on.
0: Very interestingly enough, Steele. How do you feel about this breaking news about 10 minutes ago? The Minnesota wild have fired head coach Dean Evason. So maybe, yes, maybe the firing of their head coach might, fire them up for i was gonna bring that bet. up actually i
2: was gonna bring that up that if well, they lost this game against the st louis blues they might be looking for another coach but i guess uh he's out the door maybe he's so. already out the
0: door he's out the door anyway bit of breaking news there you and i always record a little bit earlier so we can get the episode up early so that's just a bit of breaking news there monday afternoon monday night three picks for you Steele. very quickly I got to talk about this Edmonton Oilers team because for obvious reasons, they have been at the forefront of all the NHL news this reason and for bad reasons. And I'm not exactly ready to get overly excited about wins (laughs) against the Washington Capitals and Anaheim Ducks. I'm just not until I see them start to beat good teams because the three previous games steal losses to Tampa, Carolina, and Florida, three good teams. And then the Anaheim Ducks, no offense and no offense to the Washington Capitals who are currently a playoff team. Don't get me started. I'm not ready to buy into it. I think they've turned it around in terms of the between the ears. The energy feels like it's shifting. They still have to win games. So, after all of that preamble, Vegas Golden Knights are not the team to roll (laughs) into and try and turn things around. However, I will be going to a guy who's now red hot once again in Connor McDavid. Got to go to the player prop. Anytime assist, it's been banging for me, by the way, Sidney Crosby on Saturday. Anytime assist once again for your boy. Vegas in his career, McDavid, 18 regular season games, 16 assists. Give me McDavid anytime assist. That's my first pick. I'm with you on this Anaheim-Vancouver game going over the total. I like your gut pick here. Four of the last nine have gone over the total. So that's five of the last nine going under. So it's a bit of a 50-50. But when you look at their games separately, just over the last three or four, Ducks in Vancouver, six goals, seven goals, eight goals, nine goals. So let's go with the over in my lock of the night steal. And I don't know why. At minus 166, the Carolina Hurricanes are paying so well against the Philadelphia club, who is a little bit now back to up and down. Five game win streak, two losses, one win little bit up and down. Let me hit you with this, because this is why it's my lock of the night. Not only have P- Peter Kochekov looked a little bit better, and he's getting the run out now after Ranta got lit up. Yeah. Carolina wins in eight of their last nine against the Philadelphia Flyers, and I really do think you're going to see this Carolina Hurricanes team with Kochekov be that guy. I've been saying it, so I'm going to stick to it, Steele, and it's going to start right here with a big game from him against the Philadelphia club that's been struggling to score. Carolina, money line, minus 166. That's my lock of the night. Might have to take a side bet on that one. That one's a
2: tough tough one. uh, Just because I believe the last game they played, the Flyers won 3-1 to or something Mm. like that. I'll check that. Um, And also, again, the Flyers are on that that five-game win streak. So they are feeling themselves right now. They're playing some good hockey. But again, it is the Carolina Hurricanes, one of the better Mm. teams in that metropolitan We'll talk about the side bet. We'll talk about the side bet off air. But those are the three picks. Those are the big time bets and the lock of the night. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. And again, you got to go to Locked On. They have launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And thank you again for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow.